Hello everyone, welcome to the very, very first episode of the brand new show, Don't Know Get To Know. This is the first proper episode, there is an introduction episode out now, so you can go check that out if you want to. This is the very first episode with a proper guest. Today I'm going to be asking, well, getting to know Zoka the author. Uh, he's a London-based up-and-coming rapper. Um, he's very, very good. I've seen him live a couple, well, just the once, but he's done a few live shows and he's a very good artist. Um, so go check out some of his stuff. Like I say, this is the first episode of Don't Know Get To Know, so I would really love it if you could show some support by going over to YouTube if you're not watching on YouTube already and liking, subscribing on whatever platform you're on. Um, and if you are on a platform that allows you to leave a review, be sure to leave a good review. Um, I'd really appreciate it. Um, so without further ado, let's get into the episode. Well, uh, I'm joined today by Nicholas, but also goes by the name of Zoka the author. You may have heard of him. You may have seen me share him on my private stuff because he's quite a good upcoming artist who grew up, not grew up in this area, but went to university in this area. Um, that I live in and so Nicholas would you like to like give yourself another intro <laughs> if you don't know get to know um yeah man yeah um Nicholas uh to those who know me to those who know me slightly less but know me in different capacity Zoka the author um yeah I make music uh I come from I did uh, English and creative writing degree at the University of East Anglia um yeah so I, I come from sort of poetry slash story writing background that's mm. my name and yeah and that kind of has turned into music and i really enjoy it yeah that's yeah. good yeah um I, if you may not like if you like i say if you follow me on social media you'd have seen i share his songs when I'm, whenever i come across them and i've like i follow him on spotify is quite good i've seen him perform live as well which not many people can say now that we're in lockdowns and stuff like that um so if you obviously don't know him you should really get to know him because he'll be he could be blowing up the charts any day now. Listen, it's 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 coming. Like you lot don't. It's, oh, you guys don't know the tunes that are coming. Like these these songs are gonna check. Like all right, I'll, I'll put it this way. My the last tune that I made, my producer was like, "This is going to change your life." Like you guys don't oh. know what I'm sitting on. I'm telling you, it's gonna be sick. Yeah, and you're pulling out numbers as well recently. I've been seeing on the gram. Yeah, been... we're getting there. We're getting there, man. I mean, it's it's definitely it's a good foundation. I'm very proud, like of. I, I'm not really a, a, a super numbers focused person. Yeah, you're not a stat I have man. to be to some extent, but like, you know, because particularly within a lockdown, like numbers are some of the only indication you get of who actually gives a shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm I was proud, man. We 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 managed to. So I was aiming for 10k streams. That was one of my goals by the end mm -hmm. of 2020. Yeah, and managed to hit double that. So 20 20k streams on a particular song. Yeah, and overall uh, reflections must have hit like roughly almost 50k. We we didn't quite hit 50k. We got like 47k, but 47k streams. Really yes, yeah, that's, that's pretty good, especially for like a first EP as well. I think it is your first EP. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, it is. I mean, under the Zoka the author name. So I kind of, oh, okay. in, in my professional phase of my life, yes. Uh, before that, I released under the Zoka name, but I don't count those projects as proper projects because I was not at a professional level. That was a hobby, whereas this is like my 
actual career mode do you know what I mean? yeah so when when did you make the switch from what you were before to zoka the author the professional <laughs> um so that was that was actually when i when i graduated when i graduated um because <laughs> it was just like yeah i'm kind of just moving into doing music well at that time it was basically full time it was kind of you know uni was the big drain was was a big drain in terms of focus on, mm -hmm. on in my life not in a negative way like but it took 50 percent of my time because it yeah. was important to me that i you know took, got the most out of that experience and, and got that degree after i graduated every single facet of my life has swiveled into orientating around music like yeah. it's just swallowed everything and mm -hmm. Um, it just sort of coincided with just a space where I was writing a lot better stuff. Um, yeah, I just, I'd, I'd done my training wheels phase, you know what I mean? I, I'd, yeah. I'd run enough as an artist and prior to that point, everything that I'd been making, by the time I released it, I was no longer proud of it. Um, mm -hmm. Whereas when I graduated and, and the stuff that I started to write in that summer, I was like, this is stuff that I genuinely think, like I felt like I found kind of the sound that I want style that i'm or sort of some level like i knew more of who i was as an artist and this level yeah. of quality that i was giving and that was of the music that i was creating um very much helped by some uh my executive producers is what i call them but two producers slash sound engineers slash yeah. like advice givers um who i met at around that time as well who really elevated the quality of my sound it was yeah only at that time where I was like, okay, yeah, this kind of music is stuff that I'm going to be proud of. Even a year from now, five years from now, I will be happy with this product because it is at a professional level. Everything yeah. prior to that, I don't rate. <laughs> Barring a few songs here and there. Yeah. But in terms of as bodies of work, I'm just like... That's fair enough. So when you talk about like your previous work before you became like, I guess, we'll say full time, okay. um, where does that lie your the album that you did for your university degree is that yeah, so that's, I, the reason why that never came out is because i don't rate it <laughs> like i rate it as a proof of concept someone yeah. hit me up on twitter um recently and was like oh i want to hear your magnum opus and i was like man the stuff that i've dropped now is a million times better than that is nowhere near my magnum opus it's more of a proof of concept in the sense that what i did or attempted to do with that EP from a writing perspective, like as in from a poetic perspective mm -hmm. and an artistic perspective, it was admirable. Like, because it, I tried to push what an album to could do past what it normally is expected to do. Um, you know, I incorporated lots of different media into it and I, I made it, I, I think what I do um, a really big central part of my brand is I take people on journeys and that's definitely what I accomplished with that with that album that I did for my for my uh, degree my dissertation but in terms of like yeah again the engineer the levels of sound engineering weren't what they are now mm -hmm. um from a songwriting perspective so whilst the poetry of the project was good as in like you know it, the, the lyrics had poetic merit, but from a songwriting perspective, I still had a lot to learn at the time. Yeah. Um, beats weren't as good or intricate. Um, yeah, just at every level, from a sonic perspective, it wasn't hitting yeah. um, the way I think it should be hitting or the way things hit now. And I'm okay. increasingly hitting more now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 
So yeah, so that's where that lies in that. I think, as I said, it, it's, it stands for me as a proof of concept of the kind of, when I eventually do drop my debut album, mm-hmm. you will see, like you will know because that is going to be something uh, genre defying, like mm-hmm. even um, more than genre defying. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, art, like, you know what I mean? Like uh, the, the, so, the yeah. form of art. I can't remember how, what the, but you know what I mean? Like, ah, it's so. going to come to me in a bit. I'm tired. <laughs> but, yeah as in like it's going to defy what you would normally expect an album yeah, like a music break boundaries album. sort of exactly it's going to break boundaries because that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to fuse everything and and just push the boundaries of, of what hip-hop what rap what music can do and, and hmm. yeah just make the album a much more visceral experience i like make it feel like you're really um in a movie almost, or in, mm. do you know what I mean? Like you're in, in it, you're, you're being taken through it in a way that is really grabbing. It's not just a collection of songs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, oh. I think I think I get your drift. Yeah. But I think you've got, in a way, as an artist, that's what you have to do because otherwise you'll just be like everyone else and then you won't have anything that will stick out and for yeah. people to listen to you. But a lot of people are like happy to settle for that and props to them because it's, it is a quicker route to success in some regards, like, you know, I could get further quicker mm-hmm. and probably have a much less long lasting career, but I could get further quicker just doing what's popping. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's loads of artists who do that and, and pop, do you know what I mean? And shout good for them. Do you know what I mean? But it's, it's my goals are not to make my goals are, are not financially orientated. They, yeah. I, I want to make enough money that I'm, I'm able to sustain the career, mm-hmm. but I don't care about quick success. Like my goal is to make something, a body of work that transcends time and that reminds like that. Yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah. That transcends time and that will always bring people back to it. Do you know what I mean? And and that is really. Sort of yeah. creating a legacy. Exactly. I want, that's exactly it. I want to leave a legacy. Um, you know, I want something to. I want to make something for the for the for the history books. You know, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I just, I, yeah, that's it. Cool. So I take it then that we'll never be able to hear that university album, no matter how far. Like, because it it got quite a bit of traction, didn't it? Like, I remember seeing articles. Well, yeah. I remember you sharing articles that were like from Japan and Germany and all sorts of corners of the globe. Yeah. What What was it sort of like to get all that? sort of media attention like just from your university album yeah you know i really that that people had never even heard exactly i i wish i really wish that i was at this stage as an artist now at that time because had i been i would have been able to capitalize on that so much more because i would have just had much better music out so the attention that i had would have endured longer i think and had a bigger impact but alas i was not and it is what it is but um it was it was really cool though it was a cool feeling um because it was the first time that i felt like i was re- i view my purpose on this earth to is is to inspire people mm-hmm. um, that's kind of why i do it it's my reason um and it was the first time that i got a taste of what that felt like Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, like you know, I was getting DMs like, oh yeah, like you know, we're showing your article in schools and it's really inspiring kids and blah blah blah. I'm showing your interview and 
that's amazing. Like even at the school that I work at right now, they've shown that. And I'm like, wow, like, you know, it's the fact that I'm, and I've seen kids, you know, there's certain kids who are just like, wow, like really inspired by that. Like mm-hmm. I remember um, in my last few weeks before term ended in 2020, um, they wanted me to go in between some classrooms in, in year five and talk about just yeah the process of the creation of art and stuff because they're all working on personal projects and yeah and they every single class was just really really taken by what i had to say which is really amazing it just does feel amazing to be able to have an impact on these lives and hopefully yeah in a, in a positive way yeah um i don't have you seen this is sort of not change the topic but also keeping it similar but have you seen the new disney film soul I need to. I haven't. I've seen it advertised. Black Twitter is talking about it a lot, but I've not. I've not seen it. Well, I won't. I won't spoil it. But there's there's sort of the whole film sort of revolves around, um, like getting finding your spark in a way. And the way it sort of they show it in the film is, in the before life, there are these people who are from the afterlife, and they go around all these new creations or people who are about new souls, we'll say, and they go around showing them what they've done in their life, and then they help the new souls find their spark. So in a way. I sort of I'm seeing this as you as you're being your teacher self going around all the classrooms you're not all the kids obviously but a lot of these kids will probably find their spark through your story and I think yeah. that's quite like as you say it's it's inspiring for a lot of them yeah. I, I literally got to see it happen and that's that's something that I've really missed this year to be honest because obviously no shows and stuff so shows were another way that I was able to sort of see the effect that my music and mm. what I'm doing um was was doing like literally physically see it and yeah I was I've obviously been unable to do that but I literally got to see it happen with these kids which was just so so gratifying so yeah so that was that was a really cool time in my life yeah definitely I'm glad you brought up shows there because that means we can nicely segue into the nice section I remember seeing you i think it was at the oxfam charity thing and that was brilliant and obviously it's a room full of strangers who probably just went for the experience of a tiny desk vibe concert um but it was really good loads of people like just vibing to music and i remember you had your own headlining event just before the first lockdown or a couple of months before the first lockdown what what's it like going up on stage and performing to a bunch of people that some you may know, but a lot of the people you just have no idea who they are. Is it, is it something that you th- like thrive off? And obviously, as an artist, I guess you do have to get used to the fact that you're performing in front of a load of strangers. But what what is it sort of like for you going up on stage performing? Oh, good question. Actually, um, I've actually never been asked that before, so that's a very good question. Um, well, we like to break the boundaries here on don't know get to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, how does it feel? It's different every time. It is different every time. It depends on the room and the vibe in that room. Um, that really has a big effect on it. Um, there was So when I went into career mode, I was performing left, right and center, doing open mics pretty much every week. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just on crud because performing, I love performing. Like it is a real big part of, it was a massive part of my strategy. It's probably my biggest strength as an artist. I just feel like it within my performances, I'm able to connect to people because people get to see the full extent of my character in ways that is just not possible through a sound recording or through a post or some text or whatever it is, or even like a video. You just can't get that same feel of who I am. Whereas 
and for whatever reason, like you know, I'm blessed enough to, to have a character that yet yeah, people people seem to gravitate towards, mm-hmm. and um, so that yeah that does, and it's it's amazing to see just the full like when I'm when I perform it very much feels like the full potential of what my music is or should be is realized because mm-hmm. I, yeah I get to as I was saying earlier I get to see the effect that it has on the these strangers in this room like. So I bear like they they no longer feel like strangers after the time because I've bared my soul to all my songs are very personal so I've bared my soul to you I've literally invited you into my heart mm. you know what I mean like I've just been like you know I've made myself performing is this act of making yourself vulnerable mm-hmm. to strangers really and it, I think it, I have massive respect to anyone who's able to do that in a genuine way because. Yeah, it requires a certain level of, of coverage to do to just sort of do that. But that's why at the end of it, you 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 no longer feel like strangers with the person. Like you know, at the Oxfam show, I had conversations with a lot of those strangers afterwards, and I felt yeah. like really like, oh right, yeah, you know. And it, it it's just it becomes this really nice intimate experience. Um, and I I think that the full possibilities of that was were realised at um my headline show at the O2 Academy Islington, because. I think what we accomplished that night was truly special. I'd never connected with so many, like, so I, I it was like that, that open mic feeling of intimacy, mm-hmm. but on a much wider scale, because obviously it was my biggest show yet. Like, you know, I personally sold, I, overall, the, I think the event was sold out. I sold over a hundred tickets, I think, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Um, and some of those people were friends and some are really close people. Some of those not so much or people who knew me from my music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, I was able to completely absorb all of those people into this experience. Yeah. And prior, I was sh- like, I was fine up until the point they started calling my name outside. Yeah. Like, oh, God. So I'd never had that before. And I was like, wow, I've sold these people, like all these people, I've told them, oh, you know, this event is going to be amazing. And I've been putting in work to make sure that this was the best show of my life. Yeah. And it was, it was the best day of my life, hands down, to be honest. But at that moment, I was like, right, I actually have to be this. You have to be Zoka. I have to be Zoka. I can't yeah. be like, do you know what I mean? Like I have to be as sick as they expect me to be. Yeah. Um, and then obviously I came out and I was like shitting myself. Like I've never, honestly, the feeling of fear when you got on, when I got onto that stage, I've never experienced anything like it in any of my other performances. I guess because, yeah. yeah, they were just smaller or whatever, but it was just like, when I stepped, like, I've, I've never wanted to run so much. And it was literally mm. that, as a, this is why I say it requires a certain level of courage because you, you have that fight or flight instinct and every like part of you is like, oh, get me out. I want to get out of here. Yeah. But then you just push through that and on the other side of that fear of exposing yourself and being vulnerable is just this immensely rewarding experience, both for the audience and for the performer that is honestly just, just indescribable. Like I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was, I'm so blessed to have had that evening um, because yeah, I just felt like we connected with everyone there and obviously the live band and the, the way mm. I even structured the show was I think a bit quite innovative as well. 
mm-hmm. um, because we structured it like around a story sort of thing. So it was like a, almost like a storytelling evening. You had a couple songs to like break the ice a little bit. Yeah. And then we took people through the story of reflections and what it meant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had like characters and stuff and the band was like playing atmospheric Batman music and then that would lead seamlessly into the next song. Mm-hmm. And yeah, at the end, it just felt amazing got an encore which i never had like it was just it was incredible it was honestly a a, a madness as i said best night of my life and after that night again (laughs) whether we knew each other or not everyone was my like best friend after like going around we went out afterwards um with a lot of the people i was a bit shambolic at organizing it i probably could have been a bit better but yeah (laughs) i just took everyone and we went somewhere but yeah so that's what it felt i know i said a lot but hopefully from all of that, you got kind of a sense of... Yeah, there's, there's definitely a clip in there for Instagram for sure. So, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I had a follow-up question, but I've forgotten it already. So that, that shows up. Oh, yeah. Did you release Reflections, your EP, before you did your show? Or was that something that happened afterwards? Way what? after, man. Way after. So um, I had... And this is also... It should give you an idea of how long shit takes to... To, to come together sometimes. Mm-hmm. We could have been a bit more efficient in that process, to be fair, as well. Um, we had some delays because lockdown and then um, and some features that didn't work out. And then we tried to get extra instrumentation. Mm-hmm. Bits and bobs, essentially. But anyway, what may surprise you, Reflections as an EP was finished in terms of writing by December of 2019. Okay. And it came out in December of 2020. The Ooh, headline was show was in February of 2020. And I'd already written mm. and like, you know, those songs did not change from that point. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't know well, why, but it feels like Reflections has been out for ages. Not It's only been like, because we're recording, for those at home, we're recording this in January. So it's obviously not been as long as I had thought since it came out but I, yeah. I feel like it's been out since at least the summer but maybe that was one of your singles that came out i don't know no no so i dropped so i dropped the mindset the first single in conjunction with the with the headline show in february mm-hmm. then i didn't drop anything for time um I, I dropped like three stars and stuff but nothing from reflections first single from reflections and then when i started dropping reflections bit by bit i dropped it in september yeah unintentional flex and then just kept them coming every month after that so it was bit by bit up until the full ep was out in december so that might feel because i've been building towards it for ages and also the other thing is that some of the songs even for example let's take unintentional flex that's been being performed even prior to me thinking of reflections yeah but it just there was a different version of it do you know what i mean yeah Um, yeah that was my I think also the fact that I've always said that 2020 has been the longest and shortest year at the same time. So my whole time scale has just been messed up. But yeah, yeah. well, I think if you haven't listened to Reflections already or if you've never heard any Zoka song, um, a link to his, I'll probably put the Spotify because that's what I use, but I'll probably try and find a way of putting Apple Music in there as well. So head I can over send, there. I've got a hyperlink that links to both, so I can send that to you. Well, if you there know. we go. There we go then. We'll sort that. We'll, that hyperlink will be in the description of this. So go have a look and also check out some of his music videos as well um, after this because he's got some really good music videos. Some that are, from a media perspective, I'm more of the film type. I'm not so much mm. on the music. I love listening to music, but I can appreciate the music videos just as much as the song. Mm. And um, I remember your first one, I was like, 
well this is mad this is amazing so we'll, we'll talk a bit more about um, music videos because we're gonna in a little bit because we're gonna have a little break now for a game and an ad as well so um yeah i think that that's sort of the first half of this podcast episode done so uh we'll catch you in a little bit and yeah stay tuned Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here today to talk to you about a nice small jewellery business uh, located in the UK called Hippie Craft Creations. Now, I know the person who runs this business, he's a great guy, so be sure to go over, show some support. He makes earrings, rings, he's got a few that are like a base one, but he does custom orders, so you should be able to make whatever you're after. They are very, very well made. Um, he specializes, I think, in rings, I don't know, but uh, he's a great guy. Be sure to go over there, check him out. Um, and yeah, very good prices as well. Um, there's, unfortunately, there's not a discount code, but I'm sure if you said, oh, I found out about you through Don't Know Get To Know, he might be able to sort something out for you, but don't hold me to that. Uh, um, but yeah, be sure to let them know that we sent you. Um, so yeah, Hippie Craft Creations. You can find them on etsy.com forward slash UK forward slash shop forward slash Hippie Craft Creations. You can check them out on Instagram as well. They are at Hippie Craft Creations is exactly as it is said but their links will be down below in case you don't know how to spell hippie craft creations uh so yeah hippie craft creations check them out welcome back to part two of don't know get to know zoka edition um as we've said we're going to be talking more about him and his music and lots of other stuff as well but before that we're gonna have a bit of fun we're gonna play a nice game uh this one is heavily inspired from the tv show would I lie to you? And I've got Zoka to prepare some sort of story or line, and I'm going to try and guess if it's real or if it's a lie. So, Zoka, what is your story? So, when I was at uni, I peed myself outside. Well, after a night out, I peed myself outside um, the door of on the doorstep of the girl, one of the girls I was dating at the time. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to say, like, outside the club or something, but outside someone's <laughs> house. Hey. So, how much did you have to drink that night? A lot. I can't remember the exact amount, but it was it was, it was enough that my bladder control was clearly not there between the um, blue bar and yeah. um, the girl's house. So, do you remember what type of drink it was? Was it a mix of things or was it strictly vodka? We drank a good amount. I remember I drank like vodka and orange juice at Pre's. Yeah. Because that's what I was into at the time because first year in it, like yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. just on crud. And then, um, yeah. And then, uh, no, I think it was just a fuck ton of vodka. And then, well, no, no. Then we got, yeah, we got, my friends bought um, drinks at the club as well. I was broke, so I was not buying. But yeah, don't pay, don't pay the club prices either. Yeah. <laughs> Drink at home yeah. and then go. So uh, what's it called? The the ones with the Red Bull in them? Oh, um, Jaeger bombs. Yeah, there was oh, some okay. of that. I got a vodka. I, actually, I was I was on vodka. Like, so I had one of them little bottles of vodka. Yeah. I, and I bought, yeah, vodka lemon there. I think I'd also drank beers as well at Pre's as well because okay. obviously I love me a cheeky beer as well. Yeah. I contributed to the rider issues. But anyway, yeah. Okay. So, and so you you go to the club, you have your fun. Do you then 
leave the club and then go to her house or do you do you leave go home and then right right it's time to go to the girl's house straight to our house straight to our house yeah. I was, and, and you again still... i was on crud i was impulsive if i'd gone home i would have fallen asleep immediately like i was <laughs> on impulsive vibes like i was just like man i'm trying to see her so yeah so you at this stage i'm guessing at this stage you were still together are you wait, is this per are you still with this person no 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 okay, no so... no this was i was date like this was in my single time this so was like this was a casual situation like, as well and you said <laughs> you said you said you're in first year on crud, so this was about three or four years ago. Okay, so you're going on to that, and then at what stage you decide it's time for a wee? So I call her like, "Yo, I really need to go. Like, I really yeah. need to go," kind of thing. Because I, I like, so she was older. She was in second year, so she, her mm-hmm. house was not on campus. Yeah. So, and I was just like, like, bro, like, fam, when you like, don't, do you know what I mean? And yeah. literally, like, you know the ones when you're on the doorstep, so that's when you feel like like mm-hmm. your body adds adds the extra pressure because that's yeah. when you think you're yeah. So that's what happened. And she literally opened the doors as a as a. As you got oh, okay. I don't know if I have any more follow up questions or not because I don't know this. Real, I of all the things I asked, like when I asked you, could you think of a story? This is by far the thing I would not have expected to be hearing about. Even if it's like a lie, I just uh, such a good, yeah. I'm a bit taken aback. Um, creative, very creative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. So, all right. I think I'm gonna lock in an answer. I don't think I've got any more questions. I can't think of any more. So I think it's time to lock in an answer. And I am gonna lock this in to be true. It's a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> but, but to be fair to you, to be fair to you, I took elements from true events that like didn't happen to me, but like happened to friends that I thought, how can I? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So apologies. You know who you are in it. Like, I'm sorry if I exposed part of your story and you'll happen to be watching this. Yeah. Wow. Thank you very much for thinking of that very creative story. Um, yeah. Uh, all right, let's get back into it. So, music videos. How many music videos have you done now? One. That are, that are released? Just the one? Yeah, just one. So, one proper music video. I've got, like, lots of freestyle videos, mm-hmm. like, teaser videos, things that are more or less songs, but I haven't called them songs because they're not out, like, on streaming platforms, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um but so I've got lots of video content, but I don't, I actually have only one music video. And even then that music video was for a song that I hadn't released in my yeah. professional time. So it was a song called No Chains from, um, yeah, one of the EPs in the Zoka days before I added the author, the author to my name. Um, yeah. So yeah, but so it's just the one, but I'm gonna be dropping at least one more literally this month actually oh really so hopefully by the time that this episode's out because i'm planning on it coming out in february or march time hopefully by the time you listen hopefully by the time you listen to this you'll have another music video to go and watch so and i think this music video is going to be special as well uh we we went in like it's going to be partially a documentary hopefully yeah at the same time so yeah i'm I'm really hoping people will like it um i think it'll be quite cool i think also it's quite timely um for the period that we're in right now where yeah. I'm locked in 
so yeah Good. um and when, when you're making these music videos do you like enjoy going out and filming them or do you get sort of when you're out there do you like sort of curl in and like not want to be there or is it something you live for? Ah, music videos are fun man music videos are fun it's um yeah it's always it's a bit of an adventure and also i so my video guy is uh my boy uh from secondary school uh mm -hmm. his name's pedro um or his videographer name is Pedspective, and he's amazing like he's sick and he's just good vibes as well so because we're friends so it's yeah. just banter the whole time do you know what i mean like we're just cracking jokes and having fun I'm surprised to hear that you actually get work done. <laughs> exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because, um, yeah, yeah, we'll talk. So he's probably sick of me, to be honest, because I'm just always on his line. Um, but, yeah, it has kind of... It's one of them ones, actually, where the work has sort of even strengthened our friendship because yeah. I have to talk to him literally on a regular basis. Like, he's the only person... Luckily, I'm so lucky he's my friend as well because, you know, in these last few months where we've been locked down in tier four, he's the only person I can justify seeing do you know yeah. what i mean um and i get to combine my work with social um mm. i kind of get a bit of my social life from there um yeah but yeah oh, that's good to hear yeah i thought i remember seeing the one for no change and i was like that sort of like got me on board with the whole soca thing and that sort of like i remember i think i first heard you on one of the radio shows that at new year i can't remember it was make your mark i think that was the name of it and then that's how i heard about you and then that sort of i wanted to support more local artists i know that you're not really local for me anymore but i still wanted to support the up-and-coming ones you reckon norfolk man <laughs> yeah so <laughs> also like norfolk has supported me so much like mm -hmm. as like you know bbc intro norfolk has like is, is who got me my play on bbc radio 2 with yeah. Wiley, which is sick do you know what i mean like they've been supporting me from day dot like and so I've, I've always got massive love for Norfolk um and also just because yeah of my experience at UEA like at the end of the day it helped to form me into who I am now both yeah. as a person as an and as an artist so I, I owe a massive debt to that place that I will always always keep it in my heart for that yeah, yeah. and also home. super interesting to hear that you heard you heard of me from the make your mark thing because sometimes with these local radio shows you're thinking man like who's listening to this do you know what yeah. i mean so it's so yeah. sick that because you me and you obviously like have you know you i've seen you supporting me from time and that's so sick that that led to this and now we're talking yeah. on this podcast yeah i think well obviously my girlfriend at the time was on was running the show and she was doing it with another friend who i i was close friends with as well so i thought oh, i'll i'll listen to it every week and i'll see what happens just just for the fact of supporting them more so than anything and then obviously you came about it's like all right another person to support let's go and yeah um because i think i'd never heard of you i'd never even met you because i don't i never went to university probably never will at this stage um so it's, obviously loads of people had probably heard of you because i think you'd performed a couple of times at uni events and stuff um from what i'd seen on like instagram and stuff so i was like oh well loads of people know him so I'm, i've got to know him now as well and now i'm making sure that everyone gets to know you as well um yeah. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, it honestly, because as you said, like it, you know, all of this, I think, all of these things, all these little things, uh, all contribute and lead to these really cool conversations that we're having right now, and just relationships with people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like as I said, like genuinely, the support that you've given, you specifically have given me, like means a massive amount to me. Like I know a lot of artists would be like, oh, it means so much, and it sounds like bullshit, but genuinely, like 
all of these these connections to me like genuinely mean a lot and you specifically you've been repping it from time and yeah. i won't forget that do you know what i mean um, yeah, yeah. as my career progresses so yeah man shouts to you and shouts yeah. to these little opportunities that you're you are helping to give and your ex at the time uh hannah mm-hmm. uh chamomile as well who i think both of them were involved in that show yeah like all them and there yeah well, I'm, I'm just hoping that it'll come back to me and then when you're performing on the main stage of the o2 arena you'll give me a nice little box or something on this, bro, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. like i genuinely like i'm not i'm not the kind of person who will forget this stuff like yeah actually i lie i am a forgetful person generally and i get very wrapped up in yeah, what well, I'm don't worry I'll, I'll make sure you won't forget but so. yeah if you dm me like i won't forget i'll be like bro you you're getting them front row seats 100 you and a plus one plus five yeah. i don't care do you know what i mean like free tickets to the meet and greet <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like all of that, all of that. Because, yeah, like you lot, you lot who are here at the beginning. So if you're watching this right now and you're here at the bro, don't be shy. Pop me a DM. Tell me if the music connected, whatever. Like I'm here because, yeah, you guys who are here at the beginning are going to be the people who I remember when I get there and I will get there. So, do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Cool. Uh, I'm just looking through all the notes that I sort of had prepared. And I think we've sort of hit anything. Is there what is your the only thing i've got left is what does like 2021 what do you hope to achieve and what do you think it's got in store for you um you know it's interesting so 2021 my overwhelming feel feeling about this year is just curiosity because everything is uncertain nothing is certain you know if 2020 showed us anything it's just nothing is certain right now yeah um so it's hard to project plans across that kind of that, that landscape but with that said, of course, I projected plans anyway, because I'm me and I like having, mar- like I need direction and milestones mm-hmm. to pass. So exponential growth, what you can expect from me this this year, from February onwards, late February, you will, you will hear a new song from me, a single from me, probably every month of the year, maybe every mm-hmm. six weeks. Like, so I'm, I've got, so to give you an idea of where we're at right now, I've mm-hmm. got, six songs five releases ready like well not not ready but like they're definitely close happening. to ready yeah do you know what i mean like as in and i know and i know like what the timeline for them is mm-hmm. and they all bang <laughs> like not there's not a miss there's not a single miss like they all better like they've all built on top of even the high level that i set on reflections mm-hmm. so there's that plus i've got an ep coming i think probably in the end of the year i think mm-hmm. uh, well to be fair, that's early days to say. So I'm just finishing the first draft of it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like musically shows as soon as I can, as soon as I can happily say like, but well, I can safely say I can bring you guys together in a safe way. Mm-hmm. I will do that. I really want to do that. But obviously right now it's just completely impossible. And I would feel irresponsible putting um, people at risk to do that. So I'm not going to do that as much as I miss obviously being on, on stage. Yeah. Um but I think in, in instead of that, I'll probably start streaming on Twitch instead. So if you haven't already, well, you probably haven't, but <laughs> watch out for those Twitch streams. Mm-hmm. I've already got a Twitch channel, already done one stream um, for my EP. We did like a little EP release party for the true believers, them ones who really, really were riding for the EP. And yeah. um, so that's, yeah, that and that went really well. So. Yeah, um, I'm going to probably start doing that more regularly. So expect a variety of content there. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to the channel in advance because it's going to slap. 
Um, and in terms of just like numerical goals, um, 100K streams. I want to hit 100, 100K streams this year. Is that overall or on a, on a specific song? On, a, on one song, on one song. So last year, I, I, like, I just like to add zeros to all my goals. Yeah. So like last year, my goal was 10K, managed to hit 20K. Amazing, very blessed. This year, 100K, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Another zero. Um, nice. So that will be, uh, that, that's my goal with, with streaming. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to hit 10K followers on Instagram. You know, it's, yeah. so that's a, that's a goal that scares me a little bit because growth on Instagram is, is hard for someone like me to achieve unless you just suddenly have a big yeah. boom. Uh, yeah, I've noticed that growth on Instagram is hard unless you get your body parts out and I don't think I can really do that on this podcast. So, yeah. yeah. I don't think that many people are interested in seeing my nips. So... <laughs> <laughs> what a statement that is. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I'd like to hit 10k, but we'll see. We'll see about... That one's a more tentative goal. Um, mm. But it's just... Regardless, as I said, but all these goals, barring the 100k, I'm quite dead set on the 100k streams. But yeah. barring that, because you know everything else is harder to control mm-hmm. yeah as i said i'm just curious i'm literally just gonna do my best i'm gonna do put out as much as i can um and do be the best me that i can possibly be and hopefully that does lead to exponential growth but yeah that will be my aim exponential growth oh and my last goal for this year is to turn um my music which even though i'm taking it like is professional like, this is career mode for me right now mm-hmm. but currently in terms of how it's set up it's not a particular it's not really a business right now mm-hmm. it's passion um and i need to turn it into a business it needs to become this this is if this is going to be something that's sustainable for me to do it needs to start to feed me in some like even if it just sustains itself that yeah. will be a step so i need to currently i the people who um you know support me have no real way to to support me financially or in realistic way yeah because obviously streaming money is pittance it's pennies um and i even have to split that amongst various parties so Mm. um yeah like so i'm I'm gonna be setting up so doing things like twitch probably setting up a patreon as well i'm gonna be only fans ways to yeah only fans (laughs) exactly yeah (laughs) spreading my cheeks you know all of that Uh, (laughs) um yeah no i'm gonna be sorting out like setting up the apparatus to turn this into a business i'm not expecting to make money from music this year but i'm expecting to have the apparatus set up by the end of the year so that when i do get a big influx of people coming in Mm -hmm. i can be like here 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 and here are the ways that you can help me out um and help that be sustainable and hopefully that will be able to enable it to finally become my full-time rather than you know, something that I can only spend like 70% of my time doing. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's some really good goals. And they, to me, they sound very achievable as well. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more of your name pop up on my news feed and little stuff like that. So I'm looking forward for, for the year ahead for you, mate. So, yeah. Cool. Is there anything else that you'd like to speak about before we wrap it up or any shout outs, anything you want to promote for yourself? <laughs> Uh, Bear in mind, this is coming out in February. So if you, that's the thing, it's hard time. to say. So in February, if it's coming out in February, I'd say look out for the song that I'm dropping at mm-hmm. the end of the month, and I'd say 
make sure you check out the video that I will hopefully have dropped by now if Pedro isn't long. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's what I will say about that. And in terms of shout outs, um, you, I'd like to shout out you because like, I appreciate you for having me on here for doing this. Um, and for, yeah, just consistently supporting. And I guess I'd like to shout out anyone else who is in that same lane as you, who's sort of shown me that consistent support. Um, particularly, I keep saying this uh, on my socials, if you follow me, you'll know, but like the support online through, yeah, like these virtual platforms and stuff that people are able to give me right now is more crucial than it has ever been. Not only because algorithmically it's helpful for me to reach new audiences but also more importantly for me and myself I can't see you lot physically I don't have that validation anymore that I used to have where I was like yo I can see what effect my music is having right now I don't yeah. have that so hearing from you guys are oh, this I reconnected to this song to this lyric to this whatever like oh I, what you're doing is really inspiring for me whatever mm -hmm. it is like I didn't really like this song, but like, I'm curious to see how you're doing. I don't care, like, but the fact that I'm connecting with you in any type of way is good for me. It's validating for me. It helps me want to continue. Mm -hmm. So please keep that coming. Do you know what I mean? Even if you don't have to always, like, I understand sometimes it's long to reach out, particularly to someone you don't know, but even like knowing, like, I see the numbers on my streams, you know what I mean? And I see the numbers. So even if it's just that silent like or that silent stream and I just know you're somewhere, doing that like it's massively helpful keeps me going so shouts to you if you've been doing that for reflections keep that same energy because this year we go bigger we build so yeah yeah definitely cool well thank you very much for coming on so uh nicholas i don't know what to call you nicholas or zoka so i've just been calling you zoka because that's what i'm used to calling you um but thank you very much for coming on um on this new series um it's been brilliant having on speaking to you because i've only met you a handful of times um, so it's been brilliant to get to know you a bit better. Hopefully if you've been listening, you've enjoyed it and check out all of Zoka's projects that he's got coming out, whether it's music videos, songs or EPs, check it all out. The links to his stuff will be in the description below. Um, if you like this episode, drop a like and subscribe to the channels as well. Um, yeah, that sort of some that sort of wraps it all up. So we'll see you next time on Don't Know Get To Know. You don't know, get to know! <laughs>